Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. I am your host, Eddie Villa. Super excited to be here to share with you something different. We're going to do, um, I'm going to try something a little different with my podcast for the next three episodes. And this is because I want to help you all understand just how awesome it is to know your strengths. I also want to share with you how I really got to understand who I am. Um, just a quick update. So things are going really well. I had a, I just came back a little very recently from a trip to Canada where I did a full weekend workshop retreat for about 150 people and it went extremely well. We had a, an, an, and since, uh, gosh, in just the last uh, month, I've added an extra 45 people to my group. Uh, so bringing it up to about almost 500 people. And my goal was to get it to a thousand before the end of this year. Anyway, I'm super pumped about that. And um, what I want to do today is I want to share with you um, a new concept. And I'm going to try this out for three episodes. If you like it, okay, you have to email me at eddie at eddiepvia.com, okay? Send me an email to eddie at eddiepvia.com. That's P as in Paul, okay? And I want you to send me an email. Let me know how you like this. Because if you like it, I'll keep doing it. If you don't, I'll stop and I'll go back to doing things the way they, I've been doing them, right? <laughs> so I've, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm only going to test this out for three episodes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break down a person's strengths report. So I've got like these, you know, almost five, about 500 people in my group now. And I asked them all to send me their strengths so that I have them privately for me. Um, I could always go look them up, but I wanted them to send it to me through the Gallup Access app. It's a pretty cool app where you can um, have other people share their strengths with you and you always have access to them, which is a really good tool, uh, especially when you're working with people. But um, what I'm going to do is um, I, had, I had all these people in my group send me their strengths reports. So if you're in my group, then there's a good chance that if you sent me your report, I'm going to talk about you. And I'm going to break you down and talk about what's amazing about you, what things to do and what things to avoid. For those of you that if I'm not looking at your strengths, I'm going to tell you something. I, I believe this is going to happen because it always happens uh, whenever I do workshops. And this is pretty much how I learned about me, is that when we learn about other people's strengths and we understand how they work, we learn more about ourselves. It's a really powerful way to grow. So I'm going to break down this person's strengths and I'm going to teach a, a, tra a, a, teach a lesson make it basically turn it into a subject for the podcast. And I'm going to give you a call to action based on that lesson. Pretty awesome, right? So no matter what your strengths are, you're going to get something valuable and a call to action that'll work. So, um, um, and by the way, I'm only going to be reading the strengths reports of those who are members of my private Unleash Your Strengths community. So if you want to be a part of that, go to eddiepvia.com forward slash Unleash Your Strengths. 
And when the group is open again, you'll have an opportunity to join and be a part of this revolution. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna give you the name of the person, but I will let you know if they are male or female. And that is it. That's all. And whenever I go through someone's strengths report, I don't really need to know anything about them because I'll discover everything I, I, um, ever I, everything I need by looking at their strengths reports. And, and don't worry if this gets really hyper-specific. <laughs> it can get a little weird. Okay, I want to be honest. It's the, it's the thing that I can do that I'm still kind of creeped out by, just to be honest. Uh, it's kind of like I'm reading someone's fortune, okay, or looking right into their soul. So if you're in my group and you find out that this is your strengths report, you're welcome. You're going to enjoy this. It'll be fun. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write, uh, what I want you to do if you're watching this and you want to follow along with me, uh, I'm going to give you their top 10 strengths and their bottom five and just write it down, okay? If you wanna just listen and follow along, you can do that without writing stuff down. It just helps to be able to have the visual. Okay, so uh, we have number one strength. This, uh, this is a she. Uh, her number one strength is harmony. Her number two is includer. Her number three is relater. So already we've got three relationship building strengths in her top 10. So we're already leaning towards the fact that she wants to connect with people. But what I want to find out is how many people does she want to connect to and what does connection actually mean and how do we use it? Number four is positivity. Number five is adaptability. All right. So <laughs> all her top five strengths are relationship building. Pretty much at this point now, everything she does is going to be best when it's around other people. So far though, with a relator and includer, the right people can be anybody, but at different distances away from her. So number five is adaptability. Number six is developer. Another relationship building strength. This is intense. This person really wants to connect with the right people. Uh, number seven is arranger, an executing strength. Number eight is futuristic, a strategic thinking strength. Number nine is empathy, another relationship building strength. And number 10, individualization, bringing that to... A grand total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight relationship building strengths in her top 10. My friends, I don't see that very often. Okay. It's quite rare. <laughs> uh, so this woman, she's amazing. She's a connector of people um, and so on. And so what I want to talk about is uh, talk about who she is and what makes her happy and what brings her down. So let's get into the what brings her down. The bottom five strengths, number 30 Da, da, da. Number 30 is competition, right? So comparing herself to other people is a draining process. Number 31, command. Uh, feeling like you have to, um, if you're listening to this, if you ever feel like you have to t uh, have presence and tell people what to do, if you ever get to the point where you're impatient and you've allowed stress to shrink the space in between the triggers and your decision making and you start barking orders at people, it does not work for you. It'll drain you and nobody will respond. Number 32 is context, so the past. Thinking about the past also drains you. Strategic is number 33. That means um, thinking, like trying to have a plan before you go connect with people will always hurt you. And then number 34, which is activator. Okay, activator is number 34, which means you're better when you're uh, making decisions in the flow with people than you are just getting an idea and wanting to command or, or move people forward. 
So as a dominant relationship builder, let's get to that first. Dominant relationship builders want to connect with the right people at the right time. In your situation, that's quite often. Ultimately, it's about having a desire to connect. But you have to think about this. What does connect mean to you? And I'm going to bet that connect means to you is to be present, to hear people out, to listen. Not have a predetermined agenda before you speak with them. Connecting is about making it not about you. Okay? Making it not about you. Making it about them. Discovering people, what makes them happy, what they're good at, so that you can compliment them, because you know that's something you love doing as a developer. You love complimenting people. Let's see, what else do you love? (laughs) You love a lot of things. You love going with the flow. You love um, when you're in the presence of people, getting a feel for who they are and how they roll. However, you have a predetermined judgment on how people should roll. And that's your number one harmony. (laughs) So let's talk about that. Although your number five adaptability is the captain, is the one that's running the show, the desire to go with the flow, your number one strength, which is harmony, has a kind of like a, think of it like a hall monitor, okay? The hall monitor whose job is to make sure that things are flowing the way they should be. When they're not flowing the way they should be, you, be, you can become agitated or even, um, even a little uncomfortable, Okay. Because there's ultimately, there's a way that you want to see things being done and you want to run with those. You want to flow with those. But if at any point in time you feel like in the relationship, for example, in a relationship with people, if you feel like the group is not flowing the way that you want to flow, you'll get out of that flow fast. But you'll, you won't do it in a way where you'll tell everybody, stop, this is going in the wrong direction. It's more like, I'm just, you're just going to get out and move along. (laughs) (laughs) and go find another river to flow with. You don't really have the capacity to to tell the river to, to, to the flow. When I say river, the river, we're talking about like flow. You don't really have the capacity to tell it to flow in a different direction. It's more like, man, this shouldn't be flowing this way, so I'm going to get out. You know what I mean? (laughs) So so think about that, right? Just imagine yourself walking up to a river and going, oh, this is kind of how things should, uh, this is the way things are flowing. Okay, I can can roll with this. But in your case, you can be like, oh, well, there's another river over over there and that one's flowing in the direction I want to go. So I'm just going to go over there instead, right? So your desire to go with the flow is your main desire. This is why strategic is so low because strategic and command, for example, want to be dictators of how the flow should be or will be. You know, uh, being strategic means having the whole thing all planned out for the best, you know, in the best way. And you can't honor that desire and honor your unique individual desire to move with the flow the way with this desire to connect with this with people at this level, you can't do that. Well, so ultimately for you, it's all about walking up to something, seeing which way it wants to go, asking yourself, is that the way I want to go? And then go with it. That is the way you roll. And you also use the past um, as a way to help you 
have a clear indicator of what to stay away from. Um, I'm not saying your past was a bad thing, but I am saying that for sure, the past for you is not, not even close to being relevant for who you want or which way you want the flow to be. You see, because you also have futuristic and your futuristic strength is inspired. It shows that you're inspired by visions of the future, which means that whatever you visualize, good or bad, it will inspire you to do things, to react. And so my suggestion is you start your day connecting with people, but having a clear vision of how you want the relationships of those people to go. You have developer, which means that you want to see people move forward, but never at the expense of the connection. So encourage the heck out of people constantly. And you say, I'm encouraging you because it would bring me great joy to see you get what you want, not what I want for you. Being a person who's high, a high connector and having a desire to see people move forward and have the ability to, to, be, uh, to be inspired by visions of yours and other people's future can put you into a very tough spot where you see people beyond where they actually see themselves. You always do this. You've also discovered how putting that on them <laughs> without their permission makes them want to run away from you. Don't do it. You can keep your inspired visions for yourself or for them, sorry. You can keep your inspired visions for them to yourself while you encourage them and ask them, what do they want? Where do they want to go? And then just compliment the crap out of them. Be an encourager. That's where you are your best. And so where you become, uh, you, you start to have problems is you look at other people that you want to have what they have. You know, you want their confidence or you want the certainty they have in their lives. Or, or maybe you want the money that they make or the, the friends that they have or the lifestyle they lead. You want those things and that's okay. But where you drop the ball is you start to look at how they got what they have. And you forgot in that moment, you forgot that we are all infinitely unique and cannot be duplicated. And so by looking at other people and actually seeing how they did it and immediately being shut down by the fact that you can't do it that way. Instead, I want that to inspire you to realize that you can have what they have and so much more by being who you are. And that is by connecting with the right people, the ones that are living in the places and spaces that you want to be a part of, consciously spending time with those people without neglecting others. You know what I mean? Spending time with those people. And then seeing yourself having the things that they have without having to be them. And so when I look at your strengths, right? With eight relationship building strengths in your top 10, it's about connecting. So you're best when you're improving your health, when you're connecting with others in some way. You're best when you're improving your relationships with people, when you're connecting with them, with no agenda, no, you know, no need for requiring which way they should flow in their lives. You're also best in improving your income when you're creating solutions for people based on their needs and not on your needs. You see, you've got this, um, this strength called achiever, 
it's like almost towards the bottom, which is number 20, it can never be about you. This is why significance is 29 for you. It can't be about you. Competition, it's not about you, right? Communication is low. It's not about you. Woo is low, 25. It's not about you, right? It's about them. Look at intellection is 28, <laughs> which means looking deep inside of yourself is also not the solution. The solution is connecting with people and finding out where they are, what they want and how they want to get there and welcoming the opportunity to be a part of that, to connect with them as they make that journey. So the last thing I'll say here is uh, for you, this concept of going with the flow cannot be adapted if you are not consciously making connections with people. It cannot be adapted. I mean, it cannot be applied is what I meant to say. This concept of adaptability, it cannot be applied at all if you're not in the process of meeting and talking with people. And so you have to understand that like stress, for example, is one of the prime contributors to disconnection with people. So instead, I'm going to ask you to use stress to challenge you to connect with more people, to increase the space in your mind, to be able to do more things. And so it's about people. Okay. If you're not if you're not talking to people, if you're not connecting with people, my friend, <laughs> nothing is growing. So no more staring at the wall, wondering why your life is not better or you're not moving forward. You connect with people and you'll discover what to do. So the main lesson here I want to share with everybody that's listening to this podcast is honoring who you are and doing things the way that honor, that, that, um, honor your strengths, right? Doing things with those reduces hesitation. Okay. It also increases the capacity for your, for your body and your mind to expand when you're experiencing stress. Stress is a requirement for when you're growing. And so what we want to do is use it to expand who we are instead of shrink who we are. And so when we're doing things in our, in our strengths, we're literally expanding our capacity to do more when stress gets involved, instead of allowing stress to take over and send us into doing things that are, let's just say, not conducive to what we want, okay? <laughs> For example, uh, over-exercising, overeating, over, uh, you know, indulging in alcohol or any other kind of stress relief thing, stress relieving type things. Instead, we're going to do things in a way that honors our strengths so we can improve our health, our relationships, our belief in ourselves, and put more money in our bank account. And for you, ma'am, who are, whose strengths I just read, it's all about being of value and service to others. So go connect, have a wonderful time and wonderful day doing that. I'm going to challenge you and everybody else here that's listening to this podcast right now to think of just one thing you can do over the next two hours of your day. Just one thing you can do to improve, to, to execute, to improve your health or your relationships or your belief in yourself or your bank account in a way that honors your strengths. In this case, for the person that, whose strengths I just read, pick up the phone and call the right people. Call them. Connect with them with no agenda. Okay? Let go of needing anything from them and find a way that you can find who you are as you are getting lost in the service of those people right? In fact, that's a Gandhi quote, right? I love that quote. He said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. <laughs> and you, with eight relationship building strengths, 
oh my gosh, you will find so much of who you are and who your, what your purpose is on this planet when you spend more time with people. The less time you spend with people, the more distant you will be from your purpose. And you can take that to the bank. All right, so for those of you that um, have been listening to this, and if it wasn't your strengths report that I read off and talked about, what'd you pull from that? What did you get from that? What lessons can you apply today from that? Did you enjoy that? Was that fun? <laughs> did you, this person that we're talking about here, she's, she's amazing, right? She's amazing, and she's got so much value to offer. The world needs her, right? Which is why I picked that strengths report um, because just like, just like you that's listening to this, she is infinitely unique and cannot be duplicated. That means she has something the world needs that nobody else can offer. And that's you in your strengths. You are infinitely unique and cannot be duplicated. That means you've got something the world needs that no one else can offer. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Um, and like I said, if you enjoyed this, eddie at eddiepvia.com. Email me immediately. Let me know that you enjoyed it. If I don't hear from anybody on this, I will change. I will stop doing this and I'll just go back to doing what I was doing before, which obviously worked. So <laughs> have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.